Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend this 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church, interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. Also at this time, we always want to personally invite you to attend Harvest Baptist Church this weekend. We have two services Sunday morning as we kick off our missions conference for this year. Services are at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., and you can attend either. The usual COVID-19 safety protocols will be in place. We'll also be bringing you the 9 a.m. service via live stream on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Let's begin today's program by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Welcome back, Pastor. Off a day, Chris. Well, yeah, you were right. This is a big week for us here at Harvest. Missions Conference is the highlight of our year. We say it often, and uh, that's what we're coming into this Sunday and then a few days following after that. We've got some special guests that are going to be with us. We'll tell you more about that in a minute. And then just the opportunity to focus our hearts on the mission field around us. So I'm, as you mentioned, I'm glad to be back, and I love Missions Conference. It's just the greatest time of the year. I'm really glad to have Pastor Ken with us. Pastor Ken, welcome back to Harvest Time. Glad that you're with us. Glad to be here. Just for anybody that's maybe uh, tuning in new, tell us what your role is at Harvest. Uh, I do a couple things here at Harvest. Uh, one is I work with the youth uh, here within the academy and within the church. And then the other major piece is with missions. I work with our different missionaries. We have a missions team here at Harvest that that we work together to support both financially and through a variety of other avenues, our missionaries that uh, God has brought to us here. Again, you know, we got a wide variety of people that would be listening in. Just maybe to start at ground floor, we won't spend a lot of time on this, but missions. I mean, what are we talking about when we say missions? What's that about? Well, we're talking about going into countries where the gospel is not actively being proclaimed. And Guam is unique in the way that we're right next to some of the most difficult countries in the world. Uh, these are countries that don't have churches on, on every street corner or even in every city or every village. The Christians who are there, because we know the gospel is greater than anything, and so there's Christians in these countries, but there's no place for them to worship. There's no place for them to grow and what missions does is it takes the gospel into these regions that are dark and don't have the gospel at all, or places where they're unable to gain more knowledge about God's Word, whether it's because they don't have a Bible. I mean, we take for granted often the Bibles we have and the Bible apps and all that we have access to, but there's many who do not have that kind of access, whether it's not in their own language or that's just not available to them. So missions is not only just taking the good news of the gospel and spreading it, but also making disciples, which was what the Great Commission was all about, and, and helping these who have heard and believed to grow in their faith. I love so many pieces of what you just said there, and we want to come back to that. Our theme this year for the missions conference is opening doors in closed areas. Colossians 4.3, we can look at in a minute. What's the idea behind that? I just read an article that, that was put out in January of this year, in 2021, and it listed the top 50 restricted, closed, most difficult countries for the gospel to thrive. These, these are places where the gospel is illegal. It's illegal to be a Christian. If you're found out to be a Christian, uh, you could get arrested. You could get killed. And their stats, it was staggering how many people since 
um, January 2019 have given their lives uh, just because they're Christians. And these are places that are against the gospel and against any kind of forward momentum of the gospel, and it's, it's just plain illegal to be a Christian. Some of these countries are ones that, because of the major religion, whether that's Muslims or Hindu or the state in some countries, is really the, the government wants to be the religion, it's pushing out any other religion that would fight against that. So these are countries that are, that are against the gospel. You cannot go into these countries as a missionary, as a pastor. You could come to Guam, be a missionary. You could come to Guam, be a pastor. But these countries, you cannot just walk into them and say, I want to come here and spread the gospel. So we have to come up with ways to get in, because God didn't say when he gave the Great Commission, going into all the world that is open, that go into all the world that welcomes you. And we're supposed to go to all the world. So how do we get into these places? Well, we've got to be very creative, and and that's what we want to do. We want to open doors creatively to these closed areas for the gospel's sake. And and we've seen um, testimonies, and, and we're going to see some of that actually in our, our lineup of speakers, different people who are currently doing it, have done it, or pursuing a way of creatively entering some of these places where missionaries, pastors, Christian leaders are, are not allowed to go into. And so, so that's what we mean when closed, right? Correct. It means like a missionary, a, you know, someone just trying to talk about the gospel doesn't necessarily have access to. They can't say, "I'm a missionary, let me come." No, they can't say, "I'm, I'm, I want to come in and spread the gospel." They can't start a church. Um, they have to have some other means to get in there. Yep. So we said, let me back up one more piece. I'm, I'm super interested in this. We said we're having missions conference right this week. What's the What's the purpose of a missions conference? What, what's that mean? The missions conference here at Harvest, and this is what I, I love about Harvest, missions is one of our main themes, yeah. if not our main theme at right. Harvest. It has been really from the beginning. In fact, Harvest was started right. by a missionary. I mean, you, you've got just rich background and, and heritage in the fact that that missions has been a core to harvest. It's our DNA, right? It That's really the terms is. we use. I mean, it's from the beginning to the yep. end. This is the theme that runs through the ministry. It, it really is. And we have done so many different things and have at our fingertips, literally, because of the, where our location is, opportunities to invest in missions that a lot of churches don't have. But it's always good for us to kind of, because we get caught up in a lot of different things, and, and sometimes our mission's heart becomes routine, I do this, write the check to missions for mission support. You know, you pray for missionaries, you you read some of the prayer letters, and it kind of becomes a little bit more routine. Really, missions conference is a time for us at Harvest to come back together and go, let's re-engage our focus, let's re-engage our, our thoughts and our emotions and our drive to to see really God's heart in reaching our area of the world with the gospel. And really, it's just a time for us to to reset our mind and refocus back on the most important thing, and and that is the gospel going into these places. So really, here at Harvest, it's just a spot for us to to reengage and to refocus. And this year, while it did come with a lot of restrictions, I think opened a lot of doors. I remember at the beginning when I said, you know, I was kind of frustrated that these doors were getting closed. Some of these missionaries who were going to come couldn't come, but you reminded me that you know, we're able to open up a few other doors, which kind of falls into our theme. We're sure. creatively getting people we couldn't have gotten out here, out here and sharing some of these 
opportunities that they have and, and what God's doing creatively through them to reach these countries. But really, Missions Conference here at Harvest is just a time for us to come back, re-engage, refocus, and become burdened again. And we are a burdened church mm-hmm. for this, but but just to put an emphasis and an importance on this side of Harvest. So missions, the Great Commission, is responsible of the church, of every church, right, worldwide. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned earlier that Harvest has sort of a unique opportunity, mainly I think because of our location. Is that what you're saying yes. and some other things? What do you mean by that? So I was telling you earlier about that article that was written this last year. So of the 50 most difficult countries to be a Christian in or would be closed to the gospel, 10 of them are within the same distance as Hawaii is of us. Mm -hmm. So if you were to take Hawaii, draw a big circle around us using that distance, you would have 10 of those. And actually, you just go a little bit farther and you add like five more. And we are sitting right here, right on on the edge of these different places that, that we can engage in. We could take, uh, we got missions or, or uh, spring break coming up, and we could take that week and go visit one of these places. Most people stateside and in other places in the world can't do that. So we've got these countries right at our doorstep. Some of them are actually coming into our little island of Guam, and we're able to interact with them. But our location is so unique, and, and the diversity of our church is so unique that we can get into so many different places. A lot of these countries would be closed to certain nationalities, to certain passports that we hold, but others in our congregation, their passport would let them walk right in. Mm-hmm. And and so because of our church, because of our location, because of the people God has brought to our church and because of the places we can go from our church, it really has made Harvest so uniquely qualified to to reach out to some of these close countries. And that's what we want to bring to the forefront this missions conference, that we are uniquely gifted and we are uniquely blessed and brought together as God built this church here on Guam to go out and fulfill the Great Commission in these closed countries in a creative manner. And I think the history of Harvest would sort of bear this out. A lot of our makeup is from people that sort of have that pioneering missions heart. Even of our staff, you know, most people know we have staff, many that come from the States to teach in the school, to be a part of the team in various different areas. You know, you don't move to Guam to be part of the ministry staff unless you have a heart for some sacrifice, some mission. And so that... It provides, I, I think, maybe even some more of that idea of just a, across the board of the church, this desire to serve and to sacrifice. And, and we, our burden is that not only would be we be effective together, but this would be a launching zone, a launch pad for uh, young uh, families, older families, middle-aged families that hear the call of God, not just to serve maybe here on Guam, but in some of these other locations, right? Yes, yes, for sure. And and honestly, there are so many ways, and we hope this this becomes apparent as we as we walk through this, through the speakers. We've got a couple videos uh, we're going to show on Monday night of uh, really well done, intriguing videos of people who are doing this, who are utilizing in in two of these. Actually, I think four total of these closed countries who are utilizing teaching English as a second language, and one is using a coffee shop, working with farmers in um, Bangladesh and, and Morocco. And you see these 
ways they're opening doors through their giftedness. Some of them are businessmen, some of them are teachers, and God is opening these doors creatively with these different skill sets. So there are people who say, I could never be a missionary. Don't you have to go to Bible college? Don't you have to have this degree? Don't you have to do all this? And the truth of the matter is, God might have equipped you with a skill set, with a, a degree, with a background that opens a door wide for you to go into this country. We were talking about before the broadcast that these countries are really looking for something that benefits them. They're, they're closed to everything unless it benefits their country. And so you might be an engineer, you might be a teacher, you might be a skilled laborer, a welder, a mason. These doors are opened with those skills, and you can get in, and you can start sharing and spreading the gospel in areas like, in all honesty, we couldn't go. We wouldn't be allowed to get into these areas. I could try my hardest, and I would not be able to get into some of these closed countries but God's equipped people because he's burdened about those countries, and he's equipped and, and he's prepared people for that calling. And our goal is to, to see, or a prayer would be to see some of the people in our church feel that call mm-hmm. and, and go for it. And I know Harvest will come right behind them and, and support in every way and alongside of them and support in every way. But that would be a huge answer to prayer to see God use this conference to show someone in our church that their skill set's been, been placed there by God to, to do this work. Yeah, maybe one more thing just before we kind of change direction on the discussion, but we're talking about the location of Harvest and not just the location, the people, Mm -hmm. all of these things together that make us feel like this is such a critical strategic place. I mean, it's strategic militarily, Mm -hmm. and in the same way we would say it's strategic missionally, you know, because of the same types of ideas. I heard somebody say, early on as I was visiting Harvest, but just this idea that, you know, Guam is in the middle of nowhere. And of course, some people think that and say that, and it is, it's out in the middle of nowhere. But it didn't take me very long to be here to feel like Guam is in the middle of everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it really is, as odd as that seems, this little pinpoint but it's in the middle of so many things happening and so many opportunities all around us. And as a ministry, as a pastoral team, uh, really our, our leadership of our church, our church family itself, we do have this burden that says uh, we want to fulfill the opportunity that God's given us, the yes. strategic location, place, all of these things that God's provided for us, that we could do everything possible for the sake of the gospel in this region and around it. So maybe that's another just little piece of this location that God's given us. Yeah, he's he's equipped us. Uh, you've used before the five-talent ministries, mm-hmm. and really for missions, I think we're a five-talent ministry, mm-hmm. no question, due to our location, our people, the heart of our people, the way God's blessed in so many different ways, and our location. I think really we are a five-talent ministry and I think God's going to require right. of us that and 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 Harvest has stepped up to the plate but every year if we kept on growing in our drive and desire and our effectiveness and missions who knows what our conversation will be like in 5 or mm. 6 years as Amen. we see see this grow so every year to go back to your original question our our purpose for missions conference every year maybe taking that next step mm. for more effectiveness is is another one of our burdens here 
to just become more effective every year and just see God do the work which he has been so faithful in doing. We've been talking about the opportunities, right, the open doors. Um, in fact, uh, our theme verse uh, passage for the conference is Colossians 4.3, which says, Withal, praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. Um, and I'll, so many themes in there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. praying, asking, seeking uh, for yeah. these open doors, these opportunities, that's sort of the theme. What are the hindrances? Right. So we, we know the opportunities are there. What are the hindrances that are keeping people, missions, keeping harvest from doing everything that we should be in this area? Well, I think one of them is in that verse at the end there, in bonds. I mean, look where it got him. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a little bit of a fear that, that we all possess, and um, which is, what will this cost me? Mm. What, what will this cost me? Um, we, we all like the easy we we all like the the easy paths. I mean, that's just our nature, and 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 sometimes we should be pursuing easier paths and not making life more difficult for ourselves. But in missions, that's the the easy path is full, mm. and God loves those people who are in these countries that are that are wide open. I'm not saying anything against those who are going to those countries, but it's I think sometimes in the neglect of these closed countries. There is an immense amount of people. You just think about who's on this list here, China and India, and who that represents. And you realize that there's more missionaries in a country, in a continent like South America, than there would be in these two countries. And and it becomes a little bit discouraging because you're like, well, what's keeping them? I mean, here's the bulk of the people who are lost and who... Some of them are are naive to the truth. I mean, they don't even know. They they've got creation Romans one, but that's that's the extent of their knowledge of who God is and that there is a Creator God. They've never heard the name Jesus. They they've never heard of God's love. They've never heard these things. And the reason they're still closed is because it's just plain difficult to get there. We've we've gotten. I mean, if COVID has proved one thing to me personally is that I like my comforts mm-hmm. and and I like certain things. I like to make my own decisions. Um, I like to, you know, and and I'm not saying anything political here. I'm just saying it revealed to me what I like and what I want and and what I get frustrated when it's taken away. Some of these countries, you live under that restriction. Right, yeah. I mean, honestly, you you don't like being told what to do. These these countries tell you what to do, and you have to go and, and live in these countries. You've got to trust God. I think that's another one, is it reveals sometimes our our lack of faith and trust. And I think your faith has to be founded. You have to believe that God is faithful to what he has said. And and those are things that are difficult for us. And to pick on Americans are difficult for Western Americans, too. We, we like our comforts. We like our freedom. We like our control of the situation. And these countries restrict that greatly. So it costs a lot. It costs a lot. There's a lot of fear involved with it, and it all comes down to what is your view of God? What has God called you to do? Are you going to be faithful? Are you going to have faith in him who is completely faithful? So I think those are some of the things that that restrict 
us from going. You're going to see, and that's why I love these two videos and why we're doing it. You're going to see people doing it. Right. You're, you're going to see, it's not going to be hypothetical. It's not going to be allowing our minds to kind of wrap around. And there's difficulties. I can give you stories, especially with the one, um, I, I know that missionary well, but there's difficulties to it, but you see that it can happen, and God is working. We're talking about Monday night in particular, right? Yes. We're going to have the opportunity to see two 50-minute videos. You'll have to choose one or the other mm-hmm. that are on the ground, right, in Correct. some difficult places, really describing for us, showing us pictures, videos of, of what it's like ministering in these places and the opportunities that are there, Correct. Right? Correct. It gives you a very real visual, real life, these guys have been here for multiple years, view of exactly what you said, of of the opportunities that are open, the people God is using, and then some of the difficulties that does that does come with it. And that is, that's Monday night, we've got one Bangladesh, um, and one Morocco um, in each of our locations. So one's in the auditorium, and one's in the gym. But I'd encourage you to come watch that, because it really it is, it is a very powerful in the way that it shows us it's like going and visit the, visiting them for a couple of days. So mm. it's it's going to be really profitable, I believe. Well, and I mean that's the idea. I mean we're so burdened for this and praying, you know, this text that God would raise up from our church family, people that would be willing to give and to sacrifice for the sake of the gospel. That we would evidence it. That we'd be examples of this, and that a you know not even just individuals, but a movement of God's hand in our church that we'd have many that would um, respond to the call. Mm-hmm. We do know the, d- the difficulties. We have personal experience with that. We've had those from our church head out and face some of the, you know, just the intensities of, of the complications. And um, in some ways it's frightening as a leader, as a pastoral responsibility to call people to this kind of a task, but it is what God calls us to do. And uh, Paul's example is a good example of it, and we want to we want to come to this place again to say, God, what do you want us? What do you yep. want us to do? Yep. Ken, just just before we go, give us a little bit of the details of what's happening. We um, so uh, we we only have one person that's here on island, Joel Wagner. He's going to be helping us on on Tuesday night. So the f- conference is going to be virtual in some ways. Just give us a little overview of that. Yeah, so we've got a guy named Brian Trainer who's got some background in getting into places like China creatively, and he's going to be our, our keynote speaker. He'll be speaking on Sunday. So he will be live via Zoom Sunday morning, and then we'll have a recorded message from him for Sunday evening. Our service will be live. I don't mean to uh, Correct. miscommunicate that. So virtual in the sense that our speakers are coming in via live stream, but our service will be in person. Yes, yeah. We'll be in the auditorium in person and then watching this. We'll have some singing, and we'll also have with with each of the um, each of the nights, we'll have a missions highlight from different missionaries and different opportunities. Those will be each of the nights also. And then, as you mentioned, on Monday night, we'll have, it's a little bit more unique. We, we haven't done this before, but I think it's going to be really fruitful in those two frontline videos. So I'd encourage you to come. We are going to start them pretty close to on the hour, because our goal is to get you out in a, in a timely manner. The Sunday services are all the same times as normal. So you've got your 9 and 11 and then 6 p.m. And then on uh, Monday through Wednesday, it'll be 7 to 8. And we will be very, very close 
to that time frame. So we'll start on Monday with the dispatch uh, videos. Again, Bangladesh and Morocco, those will uh, start very closely to 7 o'clock there in the auditorium or the FLC. And then on Tuesday night, we've got our one live speaker, Joel Wagner. He's going to bring a lot to the table talking about where he's been ministering there and all that's going on. In the country of Myanmar, which there's a lot of things going on there, you're going to want to yep. hear not just a burden for uh, Bible translation, that's what Joel's connected with, but he's been living in Myanmar, hands, feet on the ground, and uh, so it'll be interesting to know what's happening there. Yeah, you want to know a little bit, just just Google Myanmar, and you will see multiple things come up. It was just in the news again, I think yesterday, with a lot of political unrest. So Joel will be here. And then on Wednesday night, John Zimmer, and we all know John, we love John, and he's going to be sharing on Wednesday night and talking a little bit about his his desires to get into Indonesia and some of the islands there in a unique way with some of the Palauans, again, opportunities that they have to get into some of these islands. So it's going to be a great time. We do have childcare from infant to fourth grade each one of the nights. And, and, and not just childcare. I mean, uh, it's a missions, a yeah, child-centered missions say, yeah. conference, right? Yep. Yeah. Pastor Wade has got some great missions themes and them being excited about. In fact, Wednesday, he's got kind of a big event at the very end of missions event. So it'll be it'll be very profitable for them. They'll be walking away what God's teaching them with missions. We'll be walking away with what God's teaching us with missions. But I, I really think it's going to be a, a phenomenal uh, missions conference this year. And, and God's going to grow our church. I know he is, and I know he's going to be faithful to do that as he has been. Hey, thanks to you and your team for all the work that's been put into this. We're praying, asking for God's blessing, and looking forward to what God does in the next few days. Amen. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to remind you and personally invite you to attend Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We've been talking about all the things that will be going on. We do have two services Sunday morning, one at 9 a.m. and the other at 11 a.m. You can attend either. The usual COVID-19 protocols for safety will be in place. And we also have a live stream of our 9 a.m. service on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We certainly hope you can join us for our missions conference. And thanks for listening to Harvest Time.